0: Alright everybody, welcome to the Bloggerana show. My name is Josh. Hope everyone had a good weekend. It's time for some more Barcelona football today. I'm recording this ahead of Barcelona's match against Girona this afternoon. Uh, the squad list has come out and to the surprise of no one, uh, Pedri, De Jong, Christensen, and Dembele are all out due to injury. Seems like we're in for another (laughs) fascinating who's going to decide to score the ball today for Barcelona. I really hope that Xavi starts Fati and lets Gavi return to the midfield, but we shall see. The biggest news from the weekend for Barcelona was really Real Madrid losing to Villarreal. This gives Barcelona a chance to go up by 15 points in the league, which would be awesome. That Villarreal-Real Madrid match was very strange. Uh, Villarreal had more possession, more shots on target. They scored two second-half goals to tie the match and then win it in the 80th minute. Good old Kike Setien doing Barcelona a favor again. But, I mean, if Liga wasn't pretty much over before, uh, if Barcelona have a chance to make it a 15-point gap, that would pretty much be the, the nail in the coffin in terms of Barcelona, there wasn't there wasn't a ton of other news. Uh, Messi is apparently reportedly awaiting talks from La Porta before any sort of decision. Uh, as Luis put it in the piece on uh <laughs> FC Barcelona and Lionel Messi continue a cautious dance. Neither side has fully committed to a return. Both sides are reportedly seriously considering it's and, like we've talked about in the last few weeks, Joan Laporta kind of realizes he has to make the first move, but that hasn't actually <laughs> propelled him to create the first move. Reportedly, Messi's still waiting for a phone call from Joan Laporta. Uh, I don't really know why this call hasn't been made. Seems kind of strange to me that you wouldn't make the phone call, even if the phone call is to say, hey, finances are tough. We're working on getting things sorted out so that we can make an offer. But just so you know, we, we plan on making an offer if we if we financially can. I don't really understand why that would be a bad phone call to make if you're La Porta. I'm not a powerful man, so maybe a man in his position is too prideful to admit that they have financial difficulties, even though he does in interviews. Uh, so I don't really understand why we're still waiting on that phone call to be made. Um. The transfer market rumors are kind of starting to pick up. Uh, Yannick Carrasco has returned (laughs) as someone that they're interested in. Uh, I don't know how that would work. Maybe they could just flip (laughs) Rafinha for him. It's too early to start reading the tea leaves on transfer windows, though, on kind of what will happen in the transfer window. Uh, The other matches from the weekend that were kind of big, Syria continues to be perplexing in the top four. Uh, Inter had a 1-1 draw Milan had a draw and then Roma uh, Napoli let's see who who all won I think Roma won as well yeah Roma Lazio Napoli all won so the battle for the top 4 in Serie A continues to be very close between 2 through 5 is a 7 point gap but specifically 3 through 7 is a 9 point gap so there's a lot of movement that could be done between Roma Milan Inter Atalanta and Juventus, even Bologna and Fiantina are right there. So Syria continues to be probably the most interesting top four battle outside of England. England's top four battle didn't really move too much over the weekend. Man United and Newcastle both hold serve. Uh, they have a three-point gap and match in hand, matches in hand over Tottenham. So it's not super interesting. One of the interesting things is Aston Villa is all the way up to sixth. They've been performing very, very well since bringing in um, Unai Emery. Arsenal dropped points over the weekend. That was one of the matches we highlighted on Friday. Uh, Arsenal-Liverpool. Liverpool scored two second-half goals and have a chance to honestly win the match multiple times. Mo Salah missed a penalty. Ramsdale made a great save and stoppage time that would have won Liverpool the match. But a very good result for Pep Guardiola and Man City, who have some pretty ridiculous matches coming up they when do they play arsenal they play arsenal april 26th so they have a few matches in between including two matches against bayern munich which we will talk about in a second in germany bayern munich and dortmund both held serve i misspoke on friday when i said dortmund blew it uh with their loss to leipzig i forgot that that was in the pokal so dortmund and leipzig both lose in the pokal but they both win in the league, so the league table is still Byron up by two with Union Berlin, back by five points. Um. The big matches of the week, of course, we get the Champions League back, and I have a, uh, I have a confession to make. I. This is this is this is embarrassing. Somehow. I accidentally booked tickets for my family to the Mario movie at the same time of the Champions League matches tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to be a good dad. You know, hey, guys, you want to go see Mario? Uh, let's go see it Tuesday after school. You know, why not? And I look on my calendar. I think, oh, I can, yeah, I can head out from work a little bit early. No big deal. Uh, nothing on my calendar. That's great. I <sighs> forgot to put the Champions League matches on my calendar, so now I'm missing Inter Benfica and Man City Bayern Munich, but I'm doing it to be a good dad, so I guess that's that, that's that's valid, you know? So I'm going to try the tried-and-true method of the record and watch later, turn all notifications off, and watch the matches when I get home at night. Uh, these matches are just ridiculous. I mean, just starting off with Inter Benfica. Inter are in absolutely horrible form. <laughs> I mean, terrible form. Uh, they have not won. Let's see, when's the last match Inter won? Since March fifth, in their last one, in their last five, six matches, they have scored a combined three goals. The good news is they have not conceded more than one, only once. So the defense is still really good. But this Benfica team are really good. This Benfica team wasn't losing until they actually lost to Porto a couple days ago. Uh, that was their first loss since last year. So this Benfica team are in scintillating form. They're seven points up in Liga Portugal. They have a 52-goal differential. <laughs> like they're ridiculous. So Inter traveling to Portugal. Of course, Inter beats FC Porto in the previous round. But now they're facing a team that scores a lot more goals and is a lot better than Porto, even though they just lost to Porto, which kind of defeats my my little thesis there. But they are a better team than Porto, I think. They have more talent. And Inter, for like all the positive, not all the positive, the few positives I've seen watching them recently, they still just cannot put together cohesive goal movements at all. Lukaku has looked a little bit better, but he's still not himself. Every team just focuses on Lataro. It's going to be really hard for Inter to come out of that. I mean, if they come out 2 1. You know, 1-0 maybe they have a chance to come back to the San Siro. But it's going to be a really tough battle for Inter against Benfica. Uh, the match of the week, Bayern Munich against Manchester City. We have Pep Guardiola versus Thomas Tuchel. Of course, the the previous matchup between these two, mm. in the Champions League was Thomas Tuchel beating Pep Guardiola at Chelsea in the Champions League final. Stifling Manchester City in that match. It was very... It's a very weird match, like I didn't understand what Pep was doing, but I think a lot of it was in reaction to what Tuchel was doing. I'm not a good enough football mind to understand what exactly they were doing. (laughs) All I know is it seems to stifle what City had been doing all season, and now we get a rematch. Uh, Tuchel does not have full, like a full grip and understanding of what he has at Bayern Munich yet. I think that's pretty clear in watching them in the few matches since he took over. Uh, the Dortmund match was weird. Dortmund basically handed that to them. But in the two matches since then, uh, against Freiburg in the league, and then against uh, who did they play in the Pocal? Well, they played Freiburg in the Pocal and in the league. So they lost to Freiburg in the Pocal and then beat them in the league four days later. I think he's still figuring out what he has with them. Um, he switched up lineups in those two matches. I don't really know what he's going to put forward against City. I would guess it's something pretty traditional for him. Um, the fact that the first leg is away, I think it's good for Byron, right? It gives them a chance to kind of get a feel for how City are going to play against them. I mean, it's <laughs> it's so interesting because the thing that the thing that, that City team, when they played Chelsea in the final, was missing was in Erling Holland and they have that now and so watching City like for the first 40 minutes of their match over the weekend against Southampton it was frustrating I'm not gonna lie they they did the thing that they've done a lot this season which is they just don't know how to deliver final third balls to a striker like Holland because they're so used to playing with a false nine or with an Aguero or a Jesus up front like they're They're still figuring out how to play with him, and he's still figuring out how to play with his wingers. And the fact that he's doing that and has also scored 30 goals in the league is pretty stupid. But once they figured it out against Southampton, it was obviously beautiful. I mean, I don't know how much credit I give them for scoring, you know, a few goals against Southampton, who are the worst team in England, but it was still impressive, nevertheless, you know. I will say, like, they have moments, and weirdly enough, I thought Kevin De Bruyne was going to be the person to unlock this but Jack Grealish has been ridiculous the last few matches for City so it's going to be interesting to watch how he plays against whatever right back Bayern throw out whether it's Pavard or Cancelo I hope it's Cancelo man I would be that'd be interesting that'd be the most fun storyline if it was Jao Cancelo against Jack Grealish on the right side but it's probably going to be Pavard if I had to guess um so that's super interesting and then on Wednesday We have Real Madrid against Chelsea and Milan against Napoli. So, Milan, just a couple weeks ago, or less than a couple weeks ago, it was, let's see, when was this? Yeah, it was eight days ago. Milan beat Napoli 4-0. This this match didn't matter in terms of the league for Napoli. Like, they're going to win. Napoli uh, did not... They didn't start like their traditional, uh, like they didn't have Awesome Man up top. They played pretty normal other than that, but it wasn't, I, I couldn't take a ton away from it. So I think going into this match, it's going to be very fascinating. I think Awesome Man, is he still hurt? He, yeah, he's not going to be there for, Wow. Okay, well, that changes things. I thought for some reason I thought he was going to be back. So, yeah, Napoli are not going to have Awesome Man. They are traveling to the San Siro, I think. I think this is a home match From Milan. Yeah, th- yeah, they're going to the San Siro. I still don't really understand. I don't know. I mean, th- maybe they're just completely lost without Awesome Man. I'm not sure. It's going to be fascinating. I have no feel for that match either. I can tell you what match I do have a feel for, and that's Frank Lampard's Chelsea against Ancelotti's Real Madrid. I have zero... If it's possible to have negative confidence in someone, it's negative confidence uh, confidence in Lampard going to the Bernabeu in the first leg. Uh, Chelsea looks terrible against Wolves. Maybe it's not the manager. Maybe they just spent whatever amount of money on players that don't play well together. Uh... I have no confidence in them. I don't think anyone should have confidence in them. The only thing I will say is that Real Madrid have continued to look weirdly vulnerable. You know, they won 6-0. Then they came and beat Barcelona 4-0. Then they lose to Villarreal. I don't really understand. Like, the matches they choose to have fire for are very weird. And maybe they won't come out (laughs) urgent for this match. Because a limping Chelsea team are coming to them. And they know they have a second leg. So maybe this will be something weird where it's like a 2-1 or a 1-0. I have no idea. Or... (laughs) Or freaking Real Madrid could win like six one. I have no. These Champions League matches are always so up in the air for me. The only ones I'm confident in, are I could say that Real Madrid are going to win. Uh, I feel like Milan should beat Napoli, and I think Benfica should beat Inter. Uh, so all the home teams there. I'm going out on a. I'm, I'm going out on the ledge there. Uh, it's going to be a great week. The Champions League quarterfinals are where crazy stuff usually happens, where all the shenanigans kick in. And it's just great to have Champions League football back. It's always always a nice reminder of how much I hate the Super League whenever this happens, whenever we get the UCL back. And you get these fascinating matches between freaking Inter and Benfica, Bayern against City, Chelsea against Real Madrid again, which is honestly the most snoozer. The one I'm most interested in besides Bayern City is Napoli against Milan. It, it's just really unfortunate if Napoli aren't going to have Osman back. I hope he's back for the second leg because when this Napoli team are good, they are genuinely one of the best like three teams in the world. And if they don't have a chance to show that uh, in the semifinal and in the final, which I thought they were destined for, it's really going to be unfortunate. So I hope that Osman comes back for the second leg. I hope they keep it close in the first leg. And I hope everyone enjoys... The matches this week so enjoy the bar match today enjoy the champions league matches this week and i will talk to you later be sure to subscribe to the pod by the way i always forget you know i always forget to plug the pod but uh, subscribe to the pod apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, all the places to get your pods and i will talk to you later thank you